0: Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate.
1: welcome to omd tv and podcast show the place to be to grow and scale your practice through our show we try to give our audience the opportunity to listen to many of our successful stories uh, in the industry including the best strategy and tactics that these successes have used to generate new patients income and profits today we have a special guest on our show mr james Naden from Cloud Clinic, Australia's leading brand for hair transplant. And today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic, how to build a brand that can stand against your bigger competitor. Um, James and his wife actually founded Cloud Clinic 20 years ago, but it's still growing incredibly fast over the last five years. The clinic has been growing at 50% growth rate. And now the clinic has over 15 staff, including doctors, surgeons and beauty therapists and the growth of the Cloud it has been so good that uh, they're now considering uh, branching out to different location in the city and also other cities as well. An interesting fact about James is actually, he's not a medical doctor or surgeon. He comes from construction background and the question is, how did James you know, make his way or find his way into building Australia's leading brand for hair transplant. You're going to hear about his incredible story very soon. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. I I know that uh, our audience is going to enjoy the insights that you have into developing the business that you're currently running. Uh, So, I mean, we know you. uh, We've had a chance to to chat with you quite a bit so we're familiar with you. But if you don't mind just maybe telling our audience
3: a little bit more about yourself and, uh, Crown Clinic? Yeah sure yeah I started the Crown Clinic 20 years ago. Um, I, you know I got the opportunity to see a hair transplant being performed and I, I really liked what I saw and I, I really believed it was something that can help people and change their lives for the better. Um, so you know we, we set the Crown Clinic up and uh, based on an existing business and um, from you know and, and from there we, we, just, we just learnt the ropes and we made all the mistakes that you know everybody does along the way and you know for the first decade or so you know we we just built worked hard built the business we you know and got to a point probably about five years ago where where we really had had learned the industry well and had a deep deep understanding of what was going on and and um, you know up until that point we had a solid but unspectacular business Um, and it all changed from there Interesting. So you'd say
2: fifteen years, sort of, of really, sort of, uh, understanding the marketplace and really, sort of, developing yeah. your brand yeah. before it started to really hit
3: its stride. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, performing surgery is not, you know, an easy thing to do, and um, a lot of components have got to come together to, to really be a a person who is um, of great ethics and. Comp- Provide the results that you need to be providing when you're changing people's lives like this.
2: No, I just think that's a valuable sort of idea for people to understand that this isn't overnight kind of work, and so it's important that there is a long
3: haul process to it. I think it took me about fifteen years to become an overnight sensation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: And you yourself are—I mean, as we kind
2: of touched on in the introduction—you know—you don't have a history in this in this industry? I mean, who, who are you? Who are you,
3: Jay? Well, uh, you know, as um, as Juan said at the start, I came from a construction background, but I didn't see my long-term future there, and I wanted to be uh, involved in a business that didn't have the same sort of parameters as that back, as that um, industry. So, when I got the opportunity to see, have a look at this industry and see what it was about, I, I, I liked what I saw. and I, I really believed I could eke out a future and a place for myself within that industry. Yeah, sure. Great.
1: So um, as we all know, Hair Transplant is a super competitive industry. You got competitors from left to right, from big brands like Ashley and Martin to overseas clinics in Turkey, Thailand and India. How have you built, successfully built a brand that can um, you know, keep attracting prospects in the face of this type of competition?
3: I think um, I think it, it just takes time, and, and as I said, that fifteen years, the, mm. the real the real journey of the fifteen years was to understand exactly who you are, mm. and be able to articulate that to your audience. Okay. Um, you know, you have to have a strong brand, and it has to have you know real values. It's really got to stand for mm. something, yeah. um, and and that um, permeates its way right through your marketing. How you treat people, how you speak to people, and how you conduct yourself in Mm. Um, general—you know—it's—it's—it's a long journey Mm. to have that depth of knowledge. Okay. Whereas, you know, sure, I could have said, "Oh, we did well after five years or two years or whatever it may be," but it really takes that many years to to basically achieve mastery within that industry where you can really, you know, look at other much larger organisations, much more established names Mm -hmm. than you, and really know that what you're doing is making a difference and is resonating with the public.
2: And would you say that that evolution is something where it's, it's it's, it's adapting to maybe errors that you made or just sort of a continuous evolution?
3: I suppose evolution is probably not the right word right. because um, the mistakes you make, as I say to my as I say to my staff quite often, the mistakes you make are what make you. And you know, the, the tough people that you deal with are also the ones that you learn from. Um, it's it's you know, if everyone's if everything's good and everything goes well, you don't learn from that. Yeah. Okay, sure, it's great for business, but it doesn't it doesn't push you ahead. Yeah, right. No, of course.
1: So when I ask this question to a lot of clinics, they tend to have problem answering. So what makes you different from other hair transplant clinics out there? What is the value proposition yeah. that, that, that you have that you can tell to your prospect and they understand it and grab mm-hmm. it instantly?
3: Knowing my market. Mm,
1: okay. in,
3: knowing my market really, really well okay. and understanding who they are, what they want,
1: mm. you know,
3: and, and, and just how to, how to cater to them. Mm. Uh, you don't want to be everything to everybody
1: that's exactly right
3: Uh, you want to know who the people you are you're marketing to you want to know who the people uh, what they want from you uh, what they expect from you as well and you need to need to mold your organization once again behind you know your vision for your business um what your values of your business are um and and what your beliefs are you know it's all this is all business 101 stuff
2: Mm, you know it's
3: all that education is out there for people to to really um drill down on and, and spend the time to, to you know achieve these sort of levels of understanding of their business.
1: Oh, okay, interesting. Cause that's something that we have been educating our audience a lot, which is the one on one, like basically it comes out to marketing one on one, which is to understand who you're trying to market to. Understand them very well and try to figure out where they're hanging out right now, mm. online, offline. And what would be the message that we use to attract them to your clinic and Sure. That's exactly what we've been trying to teach our our clients and also the audience about uh, basic uh, clinical marketing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, we all know that you don't have a you know like a medical background. You you have a very uh, solid construction and business background. And um, in order to grow a successful medical clinic. Where do you get the knowledge from? You know, the owner medical knowledge and how comfortable are you medically when it comes to? Well, I'm comfortably
3: to... years down the track, but you know, <laughs> in the early days, um, you know, I relied a lot on our surgeons. Okay. And, and, um, and, and proving to them mm. that I had the, the, the level of morality needed to run a surgery mm. um, and, to, and to uphold the oaths that they take as doctors okay because you know we need to look after our doctors if, if we don't have doctors we don't have a business mm. and so so the bottom line is that you know in my, the way I conduct myself and the way I educate my staff mm. that they have to understand that you know that is the case the doctors reputations are on the line there on, on the line here and and we you know we as the um, The um, sort of entity around them Mm -hmm. uh, are the ones that are actually, um, you know, uh, providing for them to be able to play their uh, play their craft Mm -hmm. and do it in a in a way that you know changes people's lives positively.
1: Yeah. Okay. So obviously, there's a lot of pivotal moments when running a. A business and obviously there's some successes and also some challenges uh, that help you uh, shape you and your business to where you are today so um, can you t- tell the audience a little bit about what you learned from your success and also from failures like the key things that, uh, that you, you learn from running your business yeah, for 20 well, years
3: Well mm. you know all the failures add up to your success um, and um, it, it's this, once again I said the, the journey, the one-on-one journey, it's, it's the entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. um, and, and you know at the end of the day, you, you're responsible for everything, mm-hmm. it's all on you and you've got, to, you've got to become the person who can be successful because you might not be that person at the start. And you've got it. You've got to undertake that that personal journey of of education and willpower and discipline to get you where you want to be. Um, So you know, if you ask me what the pivotal moment was, it was about five years ago when when I um, adopted something that is sort of known as blue ocean thinking, and you know, it it gets you. It's where you realise it's your light bulb moment where you realise what that point of difference is through knowing your market intimately, Mm, okay? Okay? And then being able to articulate that to your audience and then be able to get the message out, you know, to who it needs to get to.
0: Are you looking to increase your authority, engagement and convert more products and referrals without spending more of your valuable time? What you need is a marketing system that can run on autopilot and generate revenue 24 seven for your practice. What simple marketing is this, you might ask? Through our years of promoting practices and running our own successful digital marketing agency, we have discovered the marketing system that you need to make this happen. We've documented all of our knowledge about this wonderful marketing system, our best strategies, tactics, processes, and templates in our signature, highly compact online course called Automated Webinar Sales Funnel That Converts. How to use webinars to increase your patience and referrals. Automate your marketing to leverage your time and scale your practice. In this course, we provide you with all of the information and templates that you need in an easy to follow step-by-step process so that you can create your own effective webinar sales funnel within just a few hours. Once done, this incredibly powerful set it and forget it sales funnel will run in the background and generate new patient inquiries for your practice automatically. If this interests you, we'd like to invite you to this link, www online marketing for doctors.com forward slash webinar dash sales dash funnel dash course that's www.onlinemarketingfordoctors.com forward slash webinar dash sales dash funnel dash course you can sign up for this course so that we can send you the almost done for you webinar sales funnel to start generating new patients on autopilot in two weeks time we hope to see you there what sort
1: of you know obviously you know your your market very well and your your audience very well and what are the things that you observe from your competitors and you see there's an opportunity for you there that you can set yourself apart and make a difference
3: yeah well once again that just comes from depth of knowledge and the accumulated wisdom that you receive over those years of of you know making mistakes um and um you know so so the bottom line is we, we set ourselves up to be different and and then we aligned our values mm. to that philosophy um, and, and we've, we've found our market. Mm. Um, how are we different? Well, I'd like to think we're very different. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all also providing the same sort of service. Mm. Um, It's in the way we package ourselves
1: Mm. and present ourselves. It's all about packaging, right? I think so. Yeah, it's when it comes to marketing, okay. And um, so when you started out, and even right now, what sort of techniques that you've been using to uh, generate new patients? And I think that's the very popular question that a lot of our audience will be curious to know. Um, especially a young clinic like
3: they yeah. don't know and we had um, we've experienced phenomenal growth year on year over the last five years mm. um, we um, we have a high number of referrals which mm. is is key mm. in the medical sector mm. um, but other than that we discovered the right people um, we, we got Online marketing doctors on the case and we 've seen great growth in the last couple of years we 've been Thank with you, you guys <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, but once again we were with the wrong people before that we were with people who thought we would they were doing a great job mm. but but not you know not giving the level of um, service that they really promised at the start mm. and once again I mean this is the entrepreneurial journey it mm. comes back to that you are dealing with people who are constantly telling you they're the, they're the leaders in the industry yeah. but you don't know because that's not your field of expertise mm-hmm. and you you know as the entrepreneur you've got to be, you're, you're the person making all the decisions all the time mm-hmm. without quite often the depth of knowledge to make them. Mm-hmm. So you, you know it, the, 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 that long yearly journey leads you to the, being able to recognise the people who can do it for you.
1: Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of trial and errors along the way, right?
3: Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a
3: lot of expensive trial and error. <laughs> yeah.
0: some, some error can
1: last a few years. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, not, it's not a cheap process, trial and error.
3: Uh, no, it's not a cheap process. Well, you know, they all say don't look at the price. Look at the value you gain from it. And, you know, eventually, if you, if you stick with it and if you're persis- persistent um, you know, you will get, eventually get there. Sure, no, good point.
1: That is a good point. And um, like Steve will have some question for you, but I like to ask about you know how um, you know like in terms of the uh, the the basic things when it comes to to running a, a successful medical clinic. Can you tell the audience like maybe three things, like when it comes to. Let's say one for marketing, one for Mm. operation, and one for leadership. you know, this is Mm. like uh, something that you could give to the the audience.
3: Okay, well the first one you asked was marketing. And with marketing, I would say um, the key to marketing is find someone that you trust and then give them the ability Mm. to do what they say they're going to do and then have the metrics in place to understand Mm -hmm. whether they are doing that Yeah. okay Um, the second thing you asked me was operations and the operations is is a lot of work but it's 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 probably the easiest part of it all simply because it's um there's a textbooks to follow um you know write an operations manual break your business down into the pieces every business only has five five things, every single business only have five uh, parts. Let me think if I remember. Sales, marketing, operations, finance, and human resources, I think is the fifth one. <laughs> yes. um, so, so, you know, it, it, you just, just learn to reverse engineer everything. Wow. Start with what you want and then work backwards, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you, can, if you can actually do that, you will bring everything down to a to-do list today. Okay? So it's not rocket science, it's just hard work and persistence. Mm. What was the third thing you asked but That
1: is me? the leadership. Like, the you know, leadership. The vision, yeah. Become
3: the person you need to be. Okay. Do whatever you have to do to become that person. Okay. Educate yourself, become the person, live it. Okay. Evolve yourself to be the person you need to be. Okay.
1: Pretty simple. So- do you have to learn a lot of new skills along the way? And you know, is um, it Yes, process? you do. Yeah, okay. You do.
3: But you know, when you sort of get to the level that you've been running a business for so many years, you tend to, um, you tend to seek out the people who can give you the information you need. You, t- you get good at these skills. Yeah, okay. um, and once again, it just comes back to the persistence. persistence
1: you don't need to be the smartest
3: smart. businessman in the world, but you do need to be the most persistent.
1: Very really good, actually. Yeah, that's very good. Inside the audience, I've been using that word a lot for uh, our website content mm. and also in uh, all these like motivational videos that we've been producing.
3: It, it yeah. all
1: comes out of that, yeah,
3: a- absolutely. I mean, a lot of people think they're going to do it very quickly, and mm. you know, good luck to you if you can. Agreed,
2: well, uh, I mean. It's clear that you're a hard-working man. I mean, you've uh, been at this for a while and you've dedicated a lot of time and energy to it. Uh, Is there a work-life balance here for you though? Is it all work or how how, how do you manage that for yourself?
3: Um, Scheduling. If you have to put it down to one word, you've got to schedule your life um, and and there's room for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't make time but you can certainly allocate it wisely. Right,
2: okay. And you're, right now, you'd say uh, you're a, a nine to five Monday to Friday guy? Does
3: work <laughs> sp- uh, <Yeah. laughs> show go- up on the weekends? I would like it- to say that I'm a nine to five guy, yeah, sure. but it's, it's just not, and, and it doesn't need to be. I mean, you know, it, well, usually I'd run a mile from a cliche, but if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Okay, so uh, basically, you know, I really enjoy what I do. Um, I have plenty of time where I can be with my family, be with my friends, um, you know, do, do physical activity that, you know, long hours dictate that you must do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, it's just get organized. It's just, you've, got to, you've just got to tick all the boxes, basically. And when you do that, you know, it, it just becomes second nature. You know, form habits. Form habits, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we know you. Uh,
2: is there any sort of uh, little quirky James facts that or thoughts that uh, <laughs> maybe we don't know? <laughs> uh, they, that the audience might be uh, surprised to learn about you. You know,
3: I'm sure there are. I'm just <laughs> not quite am sure I could draw on them off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> or
2: things you don't want to share.
3: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <Yes. laughs> and you know actually you're a very good skier.
3: Uh yes, I've skied my whole life. Um I ski um I ski in Australia probably two or three weeks of the year and I go overseas every year and ski over there for a few weeks of the year and it definitely is one of my number one passions, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) And a much
3: needed de-stress. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, um, if you're working really, really hard, you need big rewards. And to me, my big reward is every year I get to take my wife and my kids overseas skiing for a few weeks. Um, And um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's what we do. We love it.
2: Great. Okay. Uh, Now, the the topic of today's show was sort of this uh, idea around how you can build a brand in the face of sort of... Larger sort of established brands and you know, we appreciate the advice that you've given so far for today for our, our, our Audiences is there any sort of parting final advice that you'd have for someone who may be in a position right now Where they're considering a very similar type of, of yeah. move of building yeah. something in the face of such
3: a, yeah. a strong competition um, See it where it matters most um, Have a really strong vision uh, and if you have a vision, you have a North Star. You've got something to keep you going through the bad times and the difficult times. Um, and and you know, your vision forms your beliefs and you always act in accordance with your beliefs, so they're very powerful. Um, you know, from that, you know, that, that gives you your why. That gives you why you're doing it. Why are you getting out of bed at 5 a.m. every morning and getting home at eight o'clock at night? I mean, that that's what drives you. And from that, just, just Reverse engineer everything. Work out what you want and then work out how to do it. Work out your strategy and work it and just refine everything down to a to-do list. Okay? And tick it off every day.
2: Excellent advice. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you, James, uh, for joining us on the show today and providing your insights and uh, knowledge about uh, building a brand. Uh, uh, and I know that our audience will find it uh, very rewarding and very valuable. Great, thank you very much. Uh, now, if you want to learn more about how to drive more of your ideal patients into your sales funnel and targeted messages and hooks, I suggest that you attend our yeah, webinar called The Three Must-Use Strategies to Generate More New Patients and Referrals on Autopilot. Spending an hour with, with us in that webinar will help you to master the fine art of driving more traffic to your clinic and ensure that you are successfully generating all the business that you can, not simply because you built it, but because you're driving the right traffic there. I'll leave the link to the webinar in the show notes below and hopefully maybe even put a link on the screen here for you to see for yourself. Thank you, James, again for joining us on the podcast today.
1: And uh, for those of you who want to be uh, the guest of our show, uh, please reach out to us and we organize a time to interview you in our studio here in Sydney or via Skype or Zoom, whatever you feel comfortable with. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. And thank you very much, James. And I know it is, uh, you know, you take your time out from your Friday afternoon and making your way all the way from Sydney, Sydney to our studio today. We really appreciate that. Uh, bye for now,
0: everyone. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.